This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm also your host, Alex Shapiro. So today is a very special episode. It also marks the end of an era. This is my last episode recording on the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. It's been three super fun, awesome years recording with Elizabeth. And we together have grown such a great community of people all over the world, really, mm-hmm. who have been listening to us. And it's been super fun. And we've both come so far. We've both grown a ton in the last three years. It's kind of wild. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're going to continue to grow, just not together on the podcast. Yeah. Which is sad, but... Yeah, I have some other things that I'm going to be working on, and I'm going to miss recording. I mean, for sure. This has been such a highlight of my week for the past three years, just like getting on, laughing so, so much, being able to share, you know, our passion together and with our incredible beauty baddies and meeting incredible people. And yeah, it's been so much fun. It's been a blast. It really has been. And so today we'll be reminiscing and sharing memories about how far we've come together and everything that kind of brought us to where we are now. Totally. Both via the podcast and otherwise. Yeah. And just so the listeners aren't losing their minds, the show, the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast is going to continue. The show will go on. The show will go on. It's just going to be different. We're going to evolve uh, into a different format. We have a whole new production company that I'm going to be working with. And, you know, I love Alex so much. Alex is really, Alex, I never call you Alex, Shapiro. Shapiro, you've really helped me, like, make my dreams come true, honestly. Like, everything that I've wanted, I really have been able to do because you've been here helping me. And I thank you so, so much for it. And I'm, I'm excited to see the next phase of your life I'm excited to see the next phase of the show and I don't know I just like I've only lived in New York so I've I've almost been here for 20 years and I just have so many different friendships that come from so many different areas of my life and it's always a pleasure to kind of leave one another in a certain era but be able to reconnect later and see where you've gone how you've changed but also like you're not going anywhere dude we worked three blocks away from each other. Literally. (laughs) Like, I'll see you on Franklin Street tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) No, literally. That day when I was at the laundromat, like, washing facial linens. Yeah. And I'm like, is that Elizabeth? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was you. And I'm like, that's not so crazy. She literally Happens all the time. Happens all the time. (laughs) But, yeah. 
it truly is the end of an era. And as I look at us with our legit microphones and headphones, <laughs> I just see how far we've come. Yes. Yes. And yeah, I'm excited to talk about all of the things that we've done together, all of the ways the podcast has grown, some of our favorite memories. And yeah, just going down a little memory lane with with the beauty baddies. It'll be fun. Yeah. So let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll start talking about, oh, Shapiro, you can tell us our origin story. You can tell the baddies our origin story. You know, I was wondering if we were going to if we'll remember it differently. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll be right back. So this is definitely very bittersweet. And what a wild ride we've been on. Dude, wild ride doesn't even begin to describe <laughs> what we've been through together. <laughs> Let's just like, should I paint the picture of like when we first met? Yeah, I would love for you to tell the origin story of the stepbrothers. <laughs> okay, so it seems like it was 10 years ago. Yeah. It was only four years ago? No. But pandemic time. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. But anyway, so the first time, well, Elizabeth and I had met via social media. No, I had met you when you were running your store. Mm-hmm. Before you were an esthetician and you were making your own skincare mm -hmm. and other uh, like body care products, I had gone in there to buy a gift for someone. And I think we had chatted about how you were in esthetician school. I honestly don't fully remember, but fast forward like several years and you were an esthetician. You were working out of that store that you had started. And I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I just reached out to you on Instagram and I was like, are you hiring at all? Yeah. Is that what I did? We Well, we did like a little back and forth for a while. I'm acting like it was 10 years ago. No, pandemic years are real. It makes every it's like kind of like cat or dog years, right? It makes everything like times three or four. So yeah. it does. Yes. It, it technically is 10 years ago. Uh, yeah, we were internet friends. We'd send each other memes about like animals or something or like waxing or like esthetician stuff. And then I think that you were ready to oh you wanted to start doing facials and you're like I think I'm kind of tired of doing waxing I've just been a waxer for a long time like are you looking yeah. to hire somebody yeah and I feel like at that time you weren't I wasn't yeah and we were just like okay we'll keep in touch yada yada did you then reach out to me I think it was a back and forth maybe three or four times over maybe over two years, years and we just kept missing each other like you started working at heyday and then I wasn't ready and then you weren't ready. And then one day the stars aligned and in like the summer of 2019. Yes, that is accurate. Actually, I remember that day really well. Like I the day that I came to meet you for my like, quote unquote, interview mm -hmm. where we really just talked for like two and a half hours. Literally two to and a half point hours. That <laughs> Kyle was texting me asking if I was OK. <laughs> like I, definitely thought I got like lured into like an interview, but I really got murdered. Right. <laughs> Which now, like the old Shapiro, that was definitely possible. The new Shapiro, I don't think is going to be joining a, a cult anytime soon. But 2019 Shapiro, <laughs> definitely, I can see why Kyle was That's worried. That's why I was there. I was like, I'm going to join your cult, right? <laughs> I mean, it worked. Here we are, right? Yeah. And yeah, I started working for you. This was like, yeah, I think this was like very beginning of September. And then I started working for you October. Yeah, you're right. I remember what I wore on my first day of work. What was it? 
It was this white t-shirt from Madewell and a pair of high-waist jeans, like my usual. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember it, and it was raining. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And it it was an amazing moment for me also because I was walking to work. I got to walk to work after commuting on the subway for like... I don't know, 12 years at that point. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, my life is about to change. I'm walking to work. I think I only had like two clients booked on my first day, but I didn't give a shit. I was just like, I don't have to get on the subway. I can stay in my neighborhood. This is delightful. I, I remember having that thought. I remember who your first client was. I think we both remember who your first client was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to describe that interaction without saying, like, give them a new name. Let's call them um, Natasha. Natasha. <laughs> Natasha. <laughs> So, oh yeah, I think I, oh, I was alone too. I don't think you were there. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth saw that Natasha was coming in to see me for a wax. And you were like, oh, Natasha, like, you know, she's one of my regulars, but didn't tell me anything else. I said, I said, she's a little bit of a weirdo. <laughs> you did, did you? Maybe you did. But I was like, oh, yeah, I get weirdos all the time. Like, I think <laughs> I just didn't take it seriously. Yes. <sighs> Boy, was she a weirdo, but I really, really, but I really liked her. And that's the thing is I love weirdos. I think y'all know this about me. Y'all listening. I always say this. I love weirdos and they love me too. Yeah. They usually love me also. It gets me into weird. um, They do. Situations sometimes in life. She continued to come to you your entire time that you worked with me. Several years. Like once a month. Yeah. And um, that was my first client and she was a bit of a handful But at that point, like you hired me at a good point. Like I was, I had been working as an esthetician for a long time already. So I can kind of handle anybody. Right. And because I was working at a big waxing chain, I really had dealt with like the general public. Right. So this person, I'm like, oh yeah, she's a lot, but like, that's fine. Yes. Well, Natasha, um, I love, like I said, I love weirdos. And Natasha looked you in the eye and said, just so you know, Elizabeth has tried this before with other estheticians and they didn't work out. So we'll see how you do. Ah! (laughs) I said, Natasha. That really. Natasha's got my back. That really happened. (laughs) And that was before I started, you know, right before I started the service. And then at the end, she was like, I'll come back to you. Yes. As though like, yeah, that was a test. I was testing you. Here's what maybe I never told you is Natasha said the same thing to me the first time she ever came to True Beauty. Essentially, I've been going to a lot of places and nothing's ever worked out. So we'll see how you do. <laughs> so and insane. And here's the thing with Natasha that I have but to I say. It. Is Natasha isn't snotty. I, I sincerely think that she's on the spectrum. And that's why she's so funny because she isn't trying to be rude. She isn't trying to be snotty. She just doesn't have... She doesn't realize what she's saying. Do you know? Like she's just saying facts as they come out. And this is what leads me to believe she's on the spectrum because she's not malicious. She's not anything. She's just like, this is how I feel. I'm going to let you know. Yeah. Like usually when you're in a scenario like that, like for me, it comes into my head and I twist it in a way that it comes out really nice. (laughs) Natasha's just like, no, this is exactly how it came into my brain and I'm going to deliver it as so. Yes. And I appreciate it. Yes. But I'd waxed so many people at this point in my life, but that was such an accomplishment. (laughs) in my head uh, I'm like this person you. who is really picky like okay okay well and that was I think a really great indication of like the rest of your time with true beauty because there were so many women that came there that just fell in love with you because we again we love weirdos then another one I'll say uh we're gonna give everybody a name today let's call okay we'll call her Gina and Gina is the queen of Graham Avenue you know who I'm talking about oh yes yes Gina and her yes. daughter 
Janine. <laughs> Gina and Janine. Gina and Janine are obsessed with Alex. Like I knew Gina and Janine for years before Alex started working with me. And it was, they started coming after the pandemic because they're like, you know, we usually go to like, you know, the nail salon, but I just don't know because you know, the pandemic and it's just like dirty. And I just, you know, I think we just want to start coming to you. And at this point I, the reason I hired Alex was like, I couldn't handle any more people on my book. And so I, I was just like telling everybody, go to this new girl. She's great. You're going to love her. You're going to love her. You're going to love her. Had I even waxed you at this point? Or did you just trust that I knew how to wax? No, I think you waxed me. I think I waxed you after I was already. Because we vibed. We already had like a three hour love sesh our first day. I was just like, so this is this is just going to be it, huh? So stepbrothers. I, and you knew, I guess, that I had been working, like waxing for so long. You're like, oh, she's gone this far. And look. Natasha gave you the go ahead. Natasha was the one. Yeah, that was my interview. That was my real interview. That was the interview. If I didn't pass that, you would have been like, baby, you got to go. Get out of here. So, okay. So I send uh, Gina to Alex, right? And Gina's like, no, I don't want to see anybody new. I don't know her. I said, Gina, trust me. You're going to love. She's great. For the rest of the time that I ever saw Gina on Graham Avenue, she wouldn't even say hi to me. She would just go, oh my God, I love her. I love her. She's incredible. I love her. She would come, I'd be talking to somebody else on the street. She would come and whisper to me, I love her. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. (laughs) She meant it. She loved you. It made me so happy. So great. Yeah, I guess I just have a way with people when I give them a bikini wax. Well, it's a, know. it's a very intimate experience and people come in feeling all weird about it. And so when they meet somebody that makes it like fun and is empathetic and is caring, it's it means something. It touches people, you know, that's why we have the whole true. careers. I have this newer client who's come to me maybe like three times so far for a Brazilian. And she's so awkward every time. And I feel so bad. But this this last time, actually, she was just slightly less awkward. And I felt like that was an accomplishment. Yeah. Like you're you're getting there. You guys are breaking down the wall. She's definitely one of those clients who wants to ask, like, do you have anything to cover myself with? Aw. You know, like she hasn't, but she would if she wasn't so shy. Right. Meanwhile, it's like, I'm about to see it all anyway. Just. (laughs) You're like, drop your pants, babe. Get on the table. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that was the beginning of me working at True Beauty. And then. I think the craziest part of all of this is that was October 2019. Mm -hmm. And when I started working for you, I was still working two other jobs. So I was working three jobs, Mm -hmm. which was absurd. But in our industry, that's kind of just how it is. Like, at least I think maybe if you have like a partner or like your parents are financially supporting you, if you have like a partner who like makes enough to support both of you, which I don't, um, you can kind of get away with just having one job and building up your book. But for me, I was like, okay, I need to have my steadiness, which I had because I was working at these other jobs for a while while I built up my rapport at True Beauty because unfortunately just having Natasha and Gina (laughs) wasn't going to cut it. (laughs) And then the plan was Feb 1. I was going to leave one of my jobs and come be at True Beauty more. Wow, I forgot about that. But the crazy part about that was I, I left that job Feb 1, so then I only had two jobs, True Beauty and my one other job, and dead. Everything was dead because there was talk about this virus. Yeah, we all know what happened March 16th. So nuts. So, like, here I was making this, like, you know, amazing change in my career. I was so excited. And then you and I, <laughs> I just remember, 
A girl contacted you. This was like the week before we had to shut down. A girl contacted you because she had gotten extensions and she didn't like them like somewhere else. And she asked if she could just come in to get them removed. And you're like, normally I would not have someone come in just for that. But like, oh, I'll do whatever. Yes. This was at the time where we would have a regular schedule and just cancel like 10 at a time, five at a time. Like you would just our book was decimated. Like des- there's wild. nothing, nothing. It was like that. Yeah. But then there were the people who were trying to come in even once we were closed because of the lockdown. So a real interesting situation. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. But, but mostly people were very freaked out. Mm-hmm. And I remember, oh, I think I came in and we kind of just chatted and you were like, yeah, I think we just should close. They hadn't like officially said the lockdown was starting the week after. Wait, but before this, we started, we were like, I came to you and I said, okay, I think I've got this idea. I think I want to do a podcast. Like, yes. do you want to be a part of it with me? I th- like, we have a really great vibe. We have a great rapport. We're really funny. I think that we could do this together. Do you want to just sit down and like record an episode with me? On our phone? On an iPad. On an iPad. <laughs> no mics. No head. No nothing. No nothing. We just opened up an iPad, which is so funny. The gall. The gall. And I was like, yeah, sure. People have a lot of fear about like starting things or doing things right or, you know, perfectionism or fear of failure. And you and I, let this be a lesson. Just fucking do it. Whatever it is that you want to do, you just have to do it. We, it's, yo, episode number one, don't even go listen to it. If I could burn it, (laughs) I would. But that's not really the way podcasts work. We keep it so you can hear how far we've come. But it's just I hope like no one really starts at number one because they're not. Oh, they do. Oh, oh, girl, I know they do because I still see the reviews. I still see. <laughs> I still see the reviews coming on. We're on episode oh. like 139 now. I'm like, do not start at one. Like, why would you do that? Oh, it's so it's very very bad. It's very bad. But look. It worked. Oh, yeah, that, that was how it started. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was maybe January of 2020. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. So crazy. But then, yeah, the pandemic hit. And why do I remember you giving me a ton of like the wipes that we had? <laughs> Were people already, already like stealing, getting all the toilet paper? Yeah. Toilet do you know? Paper. Yeah. Wait, the other day, Kyle's packing his backpack to go surf. <laughs> And he opens up the small compartment and I was like, why is there a feminine wipe popping out of there? He still had a couple that you'd given me. Wow. Oh, my God. I just remember you throwing them at me like you might need these. (laughs) Like the pandemic, even before it was like officially a pandemic was a pandemic. It was scary. No, it was scary. Because look, if you can take your mind back there, listeners, and especially we're in New York, obviously. Right. And so at the time. Nothing like this had ever happened. And so it was so hard to believe the things that people were saying. And I remember, I remember our upstairs neighbor. Oh, my God. Shout out to Sabine. That's somebody whose real name I will use because I love Sabine. I just saw her the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Sabine, who is your quintessential uh, character of like Brooklyn character that you think caricature, I should say. Uh, curly hair that's always kind of crazy, incredible, like creative woman, but speaks so fast she can't even get the words out of her mouth sometimes. And loud. And loud, so she's often stumbling and stuttering, but like trying to get, and she's just, I love her. I love her so much. She could be on Seinfeld. A hundred percent. Is she Kramer? Sabine might be Kramer. (laughs) 
I'm like, mm, everything you just described. Say mine is certainly Kramer. Have Kramer. But here's the thing is like, she is so well respected in her industry. <laughs> She's no, so good I at her job. It. She's so good at her job, and everybody knows. She, I just love her. I just love her. Okay. So here's my story about Sabine. I remember the Stacia Shapiro. You remember it too. She walked downstairs, mm-hmm. and I was like, Do you hear what they're saying? This is so nuts. Like, what's going to happen? Do you believe it? And she said, A hundred percent. She said, what I think is going to happen is that everybody's going to have to go home. We're going to have to shut down the economy. We're going to have to shut down everything. Everybody's going to have to go home for two weeks and we're just going to have to see what happens. And she left and I looked at Alex and I said, how dare she? How dare she? No, she specifically said that we need to close down. Yes. And I said, the audacity. The audacity. How dare she scare us like that? Why would she say something like that? What are we going to do? And Sabine was not only, obviously, we all know now, not only 100% right, but it was so (laughs) much worse. So much worse. And this bitch told us like a week and a half before. And we were like, that bitch is Kramer crazy. Kramer is acting nuts right now. We were really defensive. We're like, how dare she say that to us about our livelihood? Mm-hmm. Sabine saved my damn life. The government was like, so Sabine is right. And, um... <laughs> the government was like, guys, we just heard from Sabine. <laughs> Elizabeth and I, at this point, this is, you know, almost middle of March. Uh, we didn't know this yet, but we wouldn't be back to work until July. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, we continued to record the podcast remotely. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure that phones. out. Yeah. I would talk to you on my phone and you would record. It was just like Shapiro. You didn't even have a laptop at that point. No, you didn't I didn't even own, own a laptop. A laptop. Yeah. I've never I've been an esthetician. I've been in this industry since I'm 19 and so I've never had I never had a job where I needed a laptop Mm. it's so weird to think about yeah yeah it is (laughs) like I just bizarre and I didn't go to college so I don't need one there and esthetician school I didn't need one you're a hippie it's because you're a hippie that's no excuse every other person like on this planet at this point (laughs) is on the internet and has some kind of tablet or well now you too you join the rest of uh the 21st century but you're a lagging you're lagging for but, a second. But yeah, this was like crazy, but we did it. We did it. And during this time, also, you had contacted the Exactly Right Network. Mm-hmm. I think you did this like, like in day March one, like 2020. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you know me, I had a plan. I had a whole plan. I was like, okay, we're going to record for this amount of time. We're going to keep getting better. Then we're going to reach out to Exactly Right. And then when the world started to crumble around us, I was like, fuck this, Geor- dear Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> We might all be dead tomorrow, yes. so you might as well give it a whirl. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we didn't hear back from them until September, mm-hmm. six months later. Mm-hmm. I remember I was at Punjabi in the Lower East Side with Jess, and we were sitting on the bench, like, stuffing our faces with samosas, and you forwarded me the email, and I was like, what? Because, like, I'd kind of, I think we had both kind of forgotten about it. 100%. That you contacted them. Like, so much had happened since then. Like, made it through the lockdown, went back to work. Um, the summer of 2020 was wild. Mm-hmm. Um, the Black Lives Matter movement, mm-hmm. George Floyd got murdered. There was, I mean, the streets of Brooklyn were heavy. Yeah, it was a crazy summer. So I, f- I feel like there was just so much that had 
gone on that I don't know that had just like fallen to the back of our minds and I think we were just like overjoyed that we survived mm-hmm. at this point and that we did even still have jobs and that you still had a business mm-hmm. which is kind of a big deal yeah I keep forgetting about that part <laughs> like girl yeah. you survived a whole pandemic a whole ass pandemic I mean it was a crazy time like I feel like we've reopened we we're really busy but there were lulls like People were getting sick, especially once winter hit. This was before there was even a vaccine. Yeah. Remember, we were getting tested all the time. Yeah. Waiting on those annoying ass lines to go get tested because at that point, too, they were really drilling into our heads that you could have it and not have symptoms. Mm-hmm. And I, I was I know we were both really freaked out that we could like have it, give it to clients. But it wouldn't like anxiety ridden time. Yeah. Those also waking up with any sort of like dry throat yeah (laughs) i'd be like oh my god this is it this is how i go out but yeah september 2020 we heard back from exactly right yeah we did and then we had a good six months where i swore that we were in a long con and that we wait whoa 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 back up (laughs) i'm going to paint the picture of what elizabeth is talking about so we are chatting with exactly right via email and then they wanted to have a call with us and it would be <laughs> me elizabeth um the executive producer and karen and georgia and okay similar to how i said like i didn't have a laptop because i just like didn't need that kind of technology for my job elizabeth and i also didn't need the technology of like zoom zoom we were the last and, millennials to join zoom <laughs> i guess we didn't have yeah. to like, I still have problems with Zoom. I, I have a personal trainer. I only meet with her once a month virtually. But I couldn't get Zoom to work the other day. And I'm like, why can we just not ever? It's like triggering. <laughs> but anyway, we go onto the Zoom call, not realizing that you can choose video or phone. And we chose phone. We're literally huddled around a phone. Dialing in like it's a conference call from the 90s. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we talked to them. And I mean, we recognize their voices from listening to their podcast. But Elizabeth had me convinced she, until we signed a contract, with, by, which, by the way, took months. Because, and this is why. Because it took so way longer than either of us either ever anticipated for it to get this done. And we never saw their never, actual yeah. faces mm-hmm. when we were talking to them. Elizabeth had me convinced that we were maybe getting conned. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was also a little convinced. Wait, what did you watch or listen I was listening to? to <laughs> I was listening to Chameleon. <laughs> yes. Queen of the Con, which is like, yes. yeah. 
And I was like, yo, some people just want to fuck with you. Because she was like, what's their motive? I was like, some people just want to fuck with you. People are just out there to ruin lives, which is still true. But uh, I was very much convinced that we were. Get- it was a long con. And I was like, yeah. they even got our lawyer involved. This is really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> And they never asked us for money, though. I feel like that's usually... Wait, who... Wasn't there, like, some show that tried to get us to come on as guests, except it turned out we had to pay them, like, thousands of yes, dollars? Yes, yes. A true scam. People are always that trying was... to scam you, you see? So I'm just on my toes. And you had me on my toes, and I was just like, oh, my God, this might not happen. And it took months. I want to say... We chatted with them in September. I don't think it was until six months later that we signed a contract. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't launch our show until April the next year. Yeah, so... Yeah, I thought, too, maybe this is a con. Yeah. But I was like, how could they have made their voices sound like Georgia and Karen? (laughs) (laughs) But had we not known their voices because of their podcast, I think we could have easily really convinced ourselves like this is not real. I had already convinced myself that it wasn't real. What do you mean? (laughs) Like I had already convinced myself. I had to like talk you down from a ledge. Yeah. 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 That was pretty funny. That was great. But turns out it wasn't a scam and we actually got signed on to their network. Because then we got that check, girl. (laughs) They didn't ask us for money, so we knew it was real. (laughs) And then we had lots of Zoom calls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where it was like my first time using Zoom on the regular. I think you too. Yeah, for sure. That was when I had to get a laptop. Yeah, with your Biden bucks. I used my, yeah, thank you, Joey. (laughs) (laughs) You bought me a laptop. Yeah, and that's when we really started to build out our beauty baddie community was after we signed with Exactly Right. That's when we really started to get traction and really, I think, find the direction of where the show, we wanted to take the show and who our listener was. Like, we already knew who we wanted to reach and we knew that they were out there, but then we started to, like, attract, like, then y'all started to show up. Like, you're like, bitch, it's me. (laughs) I see you. You've been talking to me this whole time. And that was really, I just remember, like, spending so many mornings crying in the shower with, like, gratitude, just feeling like, I can't believe, like, that this is happening. Like, I can't believe we did it. It was definitely crazy. I remember friends, when they first heard our little ad for mm-hmm. our show on you know whatever exactly right show they were listening to yeah like freaking out yeah people will still come say something they'll come and be like i was listening to my favorite murder and granted i'm really far behind i started from the beginning this is how i know that people start from the beginning of our show <laughs> and they're like and then they said uh elizabeth taylor true beauty brooklyn and i was like i know that girl wait my brow girl <laughs> so funny I think for me, I, it like never really hit me. Like I didn't really feel like it was real. I don't know. It was such like a weird time. Yeah. We were just like, okay, this is what we do now. It was very surreal. Uh, I've had many dreams come true, but most of those are from just like working hard. Do you know what I mean? So you can kind of see the path. And granted, this is also from working hard, but this was like a yeah. true leap of like, I don't know, I guess destiny or something. There's also like luck mixed. Yes, in. exactly. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. It was awesome. It was really, really awesome. Um, yeah, and that's kind of how like how the podcast grew. Yeah. And how we got more advice and direction. For sure. Because I don't know. Because we we're just a couple of people of who started just- <laughs> recording into an um uh iPad day yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> so insane. Um, and then I guess this is what inevitably led to us opening a second True Beauty. Mm-hmm. And 
that was also a whirlwind that was also definitely a whirlwind well i feel like we were just like working every day and then at night going there to do any little things that needed to be done mm-hmm. like i don't even remember what was happening during that time it was just a wild wild Other wild time yeah that's that's like I think it was just that. It was very it was stressful. So stressed. Yeah, it was Remember very stressful. Remember how mad time. I got at Kyle because we were like painting, he came, having he fun. He showed up drunk and he was and so he... proud of you and you were furious at him. <laughs> I'm like, I need you to work. He's like, I can still work. I'm like, you're drunk. Like freaking out. And he was just drunk looking around being like, babe, look, you did this. Babe, look, you did this. He's like, Kyle, <laughs> shut up. You're so embarrassing. You're so mad at him. As though, yeah, I don't, I was a mad woman. Well, it was a crazy time. We were both crazy. Stressed yeah. beyond belief. It, just like in a whole other dimension. Mm-hmm. And then we opened Franklin and then we parted ways. Yeah. To save our friendship, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it was a good decision. I mean, I think that that Franklin was a big it was a big moment in both of our lives because I think that that's where we both started a different new era for ourselves, right? That's when I broke up with with my partner at the time. Yeah. Oh my God, you had like a, a whole like new life. A whole tower moment. I left my partner 14 years. I moved out on my own. I left literally everything that I ever owned except for my clothes yeah and started off in a new life and you did the same essentially yeah it was kind of crazy again like a time that i don't even fully remember because we just were like go 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 we just gotta keep moving one thing about you and i when we have to do things we just do them we don't really take time to like wallow <laughs> we're just like like when you bro- when you dumped kevin you just were like okay this is it and now this is what i have to do and you did it and you like found an apartment so fast during a time where it was like impossible for people to get apartments. Mm-hmm. Mind you. Love this apartment. Well, I mean, that's the New York hustle, I think, right? I think at the end of the day, it's just like, I was talking to to a client about this yesterday. Is It's such a difficult place to live. And like, there are much easier ways to live than living in New York in so many oh, ways. Yeah. So if you really dedicate your life here, like you're a psychopath. But it also means that <laughs> there's something about you that has a like, grit and determination and hustle. Right. And I think that one thousand percent. I think that's, that's definitely the characteristic that we're both talking about. It's like it's time to get shit done. Yeah. Um, Shapiro, what are some of your favorite moments from the past couple of years? Tell us about I already know what some of my favorite moments are, but what are some of yours? Of recording the podcast, yes. you mean? Yes, yeah. So, okay. I think we should just admit to the listeners that there have been multiple occasions where we've recorded or where we've thought that we recorded a whole episode and then turns out one of us wasn't recording. Yeah. Or the Zoom wasn't on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or it died. <laughs> there were even times this happened where we were together and we hadn't, like, we were interviewing someone. We had a guest. Yes. And then we had to embarrassingly tell them. I don't know if we would admit that we didn't record or if we said there was just like a malfunction. Yeah. But I just remember like the dreadful feeling. In the pit of your stomach. Of that happening. And it's only a favorite memory because it's hilarious looking back now. Mm-hmm. And I remember this happened with one guest. It was one of our first guests. And I think we were like hysterically laughing because we were just like, how? How? And it was a great episode. Mm-hmm. I remember this also. 
So those are definitely like really hilarious memories. And I want to just assume that other podcast hosts do this and that we're not alone. For sure. I mean, if you teach yourself how to podcast via YouTube, I'm sure. (laughs) Sure. A couple of times you're going to mix up some wires. Oh, yeah. Like things just like weren't plugged in. Right. Because it took I don't know. There was again yeah youtube you literally would pull up a youtube thing yes i still use it what are you talking about i still i took a (laughs) screenshot i still use it (laughs) okay wait my not that you asked me but my favorite memory shapiro (laughs) are you gonna bring up the allergic reaction because that's what i was gonna bring. no 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 (laughs) that's definitely not my favorite my favorite memory it's hilarious looking back my favorite memory is you and i sharing the headphones (laughs) sharing Oh my God, these nasty, uh, I'm sure they were nasty, like waxy, like, uh. what are those called? The headphones that like are, you know, like your Apple iPhone, like whatever, the white ones, right? Like not proper over the ear headphones that you use for recording, but we would each have one One. one when we were recording guests on our computer. Oh my God. Dude, it worked fine. fine. It was fine until it wasn't. Shared one mic and one little. Don't recommend, but like. Oh my God. Gotta do what you gotta do. Georgia liked it. (laughs) (laughs) That was also pre like, you know, making any money from this to be able to like put money into equipment. So Mm -hmm. like. Those were like some 99 cent store. Also, mind you, everyone, these were not Apple headphones. They were definitely 99 no, cent store No, I just headphones. couldn't describe how, like, whatever these headphones are called so that everybody else could understand yeah. them. Certainly not Apple. We couldn't afford yeah. that. No. Um, okay, an- another memory. So Elizabeth and I had went to get smoothies, as we often would, before we recorded one day. And I don't know, we're in the middle of recording, and I'm like, her face looks weird. I don't know. I didn't think much of it. Before you know it, her whole face is swollen her tongue is swollen <laughs> and she's like, I developed a lisp. she's like, no, it's fine. I can record. And I'm like, you need to like go to the ER or something. You were like itchy on your arms. My hands were itchy, which I've never, I've, I've spoken to other people who are very sensitized. And that's one of the signs that like, yeah, my palms will start suddenly get, have you ever had itchy palms in your life? No, it's the never. weirdest feeling that I can ever, I can't even describe it. But yeah, my palms were itchy and my tongue was swollen. And I was like, it's fine. Let's keep going. <laughs> it was insanity. And we recorded not one, but two, two episodes, episodes. <laughs> with her like that. Yes, yeah, she was out of work for several days after that. That's how bad. I literally almost died. She literally almost died. Oh, Sharice Taylor saved me Your again. Your mom was like, okay, what? A queen. Sharice Taylor's a queen. That was honestly really scary, but it's hilarious now. It was not hilarious. And I was actually very, very worried and concerned. Mm-hmm. But hilarious to look back on. You're like, no, I got this. It's fine. Turns out I'm allergic to hemp seeds. Yeah, turns out she's allergic to hemp seeds. Oh, it's a great smoothie. Oh, was it a smoothie? I don't even remember. I think it, a bowl. I don't know. Bowl. Anyway, I don't think you ever ate anything from that place again. No, but always just, just get like the same juice. <laughs> of course, I went back. What am I going to learn my lesson and go somewhere else? <laughs> Like insane. But since then, the beauty baddies have like followed my sensitivities across the board. Do you know what I mean? Like every summer around June, I'm just like, guys, my whole face is swollen up again. Why? I'm not sure. Maybe it was the wine I had last night. Yeah, you like living on the edge too. (laughs) I'm allergic to everything. It's not my fault. My throat's closing up, but this wine is so delish. (laughs) Um, Oh, 
I have a lot of favorite episodes and like we've had lots of great guests on the show, but I think it always comes back to Tava's episode. Mm. I just love that episode. It was one of our earlier ones. For those of you who haven't listened, it's an interview we did with Tava Sampson. She was a client of mine. Um, She's half Native American. And we really just talked to her about her life. We talked about her dad and her grandfather, who are both uh, fully Native American and just just like a really interesting family. And even now, whenever she posts on Instagram anything about her dad, who's passed away a few years ago I feel very emotional Mm. I feel like they just had like a very special connection and she has a very special connection to her heritage on Mm -hmm. that side and I don't know that one always like sticks out to me and we talked to her for like three hours (laughs) it was a long one and she introduced us to Brienne who was our photographer who took our podcast cover art and uh, yes. pictures of Franklin and actually just recommended her to another friend of mine. She's I, I love Brienne. Yes. Any good photo, great photos you see of us? Yes. Those are from Brienne. If we kind of look like weird twins, <laughs> weird twins that are also men. <laughs> <laughs> those are not Brienne. Those are not Brienne's. <laughs> So good. <laughs> so good. Those of you who have seen those photos, you know what they we're, know talking we're talking about. about. They know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but I've really also enjoyed like all the series we've done. Yes. I think the hippie shit series was one of my favorite or maybe my top fave. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And also it was just like an important topic to kind of cover the meaning of what natural ingredients mean mm-hmm. and why they're not. Not always the way to go, but why they are also amazing and how all this stuff that comes from the earth can really help your skin, but also why synthesized ingredients are great for you. So I think that was a great, I think we're good at like coming from both sides. Totally. On topics, especially with skincare. Yeah. The hippie shit series was fun. The earth is wild. Earth with an Truly. F always. Earth. The earth. <laughs> earth with an F always. <laughs> But I thought that was fun. And times where we've covered things that maybe we, number one, like aren't well versed in. Mm -hmm. And maybe number two, we're like not fully supportive of, but we're still like, we want people to hear the right versions of these things. Totally. Even if it's not something that we're super duper into, it's it's a way for us to learn also. It's not just coming from like the things we like. Yeah. I think we do a good job of being inclusive in terms of You know, we say it all the time. Being a woman, period, you are born into, you know, being ashamed just for existing. And then on top of it, you're, you know, one of my favorite new words, negged. You're consistently negged by everything around you into believing that you're not good enough simultaneously by this so that you're good enough. Um, And then you feel guilty for buying it because, you know, it's just like this whole circle cycle of like guilt and shame. And it's awful. And we all are a part of it at all times. And so I think that you and I try to do a good job of just like not being judgmental, even if it's not something that's for us. It's like, you know, we're here for women. We're here for people who care about beauty. We're here for, you know, people who feel like they're outsiders and somebody is interested in this. And if you're interested in it, exactly what you're saying, Alex, like here are here's what you need to know. Here's how to get it done correctly. Here's how what to avoid. Here's how to find a good practitioner. Yeah. And also do you, boo? We don't care. You don't know me. Totally. <laughs> I also like that we've inspired people to look for great estheticians in their area. Mm-hmm. 
to find someone to help them with their skin. That's huge. And um, our listener letter episodes. Totally. We had some people write in some great stuff. Really great stuff. Yeah, I think that was all really fun. And again, like it's our much earlier episodes that really hold like a special place in my heart. Yeah, because we were just trying to figure it out. Yeah, but I think we've had fun on like every episode we've recorded for the most part. Yeah. Even after a whole hour goes by and you're like, nothing recorded. (laughs) Turns out we got to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Yeah, no, I agree. This has been fun. I mean, it's been incredible. It's been such a huge part of my life. Same. Yeah. And it's crazy that three years have gone by. Girl, what the fuck? I don't have any comprehension of that whatsoever. It is wild. And that we've recorded so many episodes. So many. So many. And now we have real headphones. (laughs) (laughs) Can I read a review that we just recently got? I don't know if you saw it. But it made me like think of you. I the last one I saw was maybe a week or two ago. Okay, so you might have. But I've got to read it out loud because yes. I think that this is just such a perfect example of our beauty baddies, right? And so the title of this is I Have a Skincare Routine Now. Me, a swamp hag doing her best. <laughs> yes, I, I read this. Sorry, I've got to start over. Because it's so short but hilarious. Me, a swamp hag, doing her best has a skincare routine, and I understand the how and whys of all the steps, all because of these baddies. Plus, their guests are great, and I've learned so much more than I ever expected. Favorite so review sweet. of all time. Wait, there's one other review no, that no, we love no. also. The Elizabeth Taylor one. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite review. So this review, I interpreted it as it was like a an elderly man mm-hmm. left the review is that how you interpreted yes, it yes certainly like a man who's 75 plus an elderly gay man for sure <laughs> Me, i mean yes not judging but once you hear the review so, i think that you'll agree the review it's like dude you're messing with our rating <laughs> You are messing with our rating and this makes no sense. He wrote something along the lines of, I thought this would be Elizabeth Taylor, the actress, but instead it's two middle-aged barbers (laughs) from New York City. (laughs) Highly disappointed. One star. Highly disappointing. And it's like, if you like Elizabeth Taylor, you would know that she is deceased. So how is she on a podcast? She rose from the dead. To make the True Beauty Brooklyn <laughs> podcast. Surprise! It's actually um, a millennial black woman named Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> middle-aged barbers. You, did such a, you remembered it so much better than I did. I forgot that he said two middle-aged barbers <laughs> from New York City. Bitch estheticians, first of all. <laughs> it was the weirdest review I've ever I'm seen losing, in my life. I'm losing but my he mind. Was angry. So he was angry. angry enough to leave that review. One star. One star. This old man oh Googled Elizabeth Taylor and Two. the podcast came up and he went for it oh, and man. was probably, pro- I want to, I really want to hope that he listened to multiple episodes until he realized we were barbers. He definitely listened to episode one. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. That should oh be printed on a t-shirt. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, merch. <laughs> merch. Oh, I should have got that as a going away gift for you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Just two middle-aged barbers living in New York City. Oh my God, I forgot about that. <laughs> barbers. Two middle-aged barbers. We, I cried laughing. Oh my God, it. I like forgot cried. that you said we were barbers. I'm so glad you remembered yeah. that. I forgot. That's the best part. Okay, baddies. So we are going to be taking a month off. Um, I'm going to be reformatting the show, taking some time to work with the production company, taking a much needed break because, you know, your girl has never taken a break from the show over the past three years and just come back um, in the spring with really, really incredible episodes for you guys. So I absolutely cannot wait. You can DM or email us your listener letters and beauty baddie moments of the week on Instagram at True Beauty Broken Podcast or True Beauty Broken Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow our personal Instagram accounts. I'm at Alex Lindley. I'm at the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. You can make an in-person or virtual appointment at truebeautybrooklyn.com to hang with me, Elizabeth. And you can make an in-person appointment with Alex at cheekybrooklyn.com. Shapiro, do you want to say anything to the baddies before you go? I want to say thank you to everyone who has ever listened to us. I want to thank Exactly Right for taking a chance on us. I feel like I'm making the speech in Clueless when Travis <laughs> gets na- <laughs> when um Mr. Hall is like, you've had like 35 tardies and he gets up and is like thanking everyone. He's like thanking the staff at McDonald's. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely want to thank Exactly Right for taking a chance on us. And thank you for starting this great show for us. Oh, Shapiro, thank you for being on this journey with me. Thank you so much for believing in this crazy dream for being here all along the way for not giving up on us and being my friend appreciate you and that's it that is it i'll see you guys in a month bye goodbye the true beauty brooklyn podcast is produced by beta wave and elizabeth taylor and is mixed by beta wave Follow us on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. And if you'd like to further support the show, consider leaving us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.